What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to The Good, The Bad and The Stupid. It's Thursday the 18th of March. Hope you're well. If you've not been here before, that's right, there's no jingle at the beginning of this podcast. It's just my sexy voice coming straight at you, pounding your ears. Uh, not sexually, but intelligently. And uh, you can't wait to see what this uh, very informative voice has got to tell you. Well, it's all about the news. It's my take on the news. It's my take on the news that I haven't read because I haven't had time to read it again. So we're going, we're winging it. We're flying in, we're flying in cold, and we're going to see where we go. But I just had to grab a few things. There ain't a lot to talk about. Prince, I'm sick of seeing Prince Harry and fucking Meghan Markle's faces in the paper. So I just turn. If I see their faces, I turn the page. So whatever else is on that page, uh, we lose out, unfortunately. Uh, but I did find a couple of things that are quite interesting, like seaweed. Seaweed might be able. Who would have thought it was seaweed might be saving the planet? That could be a super seaweed. That's what we're going to call it, the super superhero of all the vegetables. And why is that, Wayne? Why is super, why is seaweed? I can't give me words. It's twisted up now. Why is seaweed going to save the planet, Wayne? Well, it's because we're going to feed it to cows. And cows' farts are going to be killing us. <laughs> we're going to be dying from cows' farts anyway. But if we um, if we feed them seaweed, it will cut their greenhouse gases by 25 times. So uh, it traps 25 times more heat than carbon dioxide every time they burp or pass winds. So rather, who'd have thought it? Nuclear bombs? No. Atomic bombs? Which is the same, I think. Um... Aliens, or oh, fucking meteor, aliens coming down, wiping us out. Meteors slamming into the planet. The planet itself just blowing up from inside through, through global warming. No, cow's farts. That's what we're going to die from, according to uh, this uh, report. Cow farts are killing us. Forget about the, forget about all the diesel vans and like the smog and the pollution and all that kind of shit that we're putting out in there. The fucking pesticide food. The um, you know the poison, poison chemicals over every fucking single thing that you come into contact with, disease, COVID, forget all that, cow farts. That's what's killing us. And seaweed is going to come to save the day. So there we go. I think that's. Uh, I mean that's. I, I always thought. I wondered why we don't use cow farts for fucking energy somehow or some way, shape or form. Capture it and use it in some kind of. Wind farm, excuse the pun, but you get it. They could use that for energy, some way, shape, or form. If we fucking make, if we can make nuclear bombs, we can or turn them into some kind of weapon of mass destruction. Imagine that. That'd be funny as fuck. Well, we're gonna blow up North Korea. He can have a cow fart bomb. We don't. We're gonna laugh. We're gonna send over a new a cow fart nuclear bomb. If it can kill you through through its methane, it can kill you through you. Changing its chemicals some way to make it blow something up, and it will stink as well. Everybody else will run up. Anybody else will surrender because of the smell. They'll go, "Oh fuck this! I hold my hands up. I can't bear it. Don't drop another one, please." Literally, <laughs> don't drop another one. So anyway, um, and I'm also on mullet watch. Skipping the story now. I'm also on mullet watch. Every time there's a mullet story in the paper, I've got to bring it up. I can't get enough of the mullets at the moment. And Pat Sharp, who used to be famous in England for his mullet when he was working on children's TV, he's 59 now and he said he could, he, he's, uh, his famous mullet is gone for good. <clears throat> so he's only getting airtight, he's only back on the fucking in, in the news because of his mullet. Everyone's famous for his mullet. He's probably been, I don't know what he does now, but 
he's not you not even heard nothing from him for 30 years 40 years even longer and now all of a sudden he's popped back up because the mullet's back in fashion <laughs> and all of a sudden everyone's getting back in touch with the, the papers pat Pat, would you fancy saying anything about mullets at the moment? Mullets are back in fashion. Would you like to uh, have anything to say? Would you like to be in the newspaper? That's exactly what's happening, isn't it? He's come out, come out of nowhere and he's talking about mullets. He's probably thought to himself, I knew my day would come. I knew it. I knew that hairstyle would fucking make me famous again one day. And it did. And it, did, it didn't. It does. Only if it's just a shit fucking newspaper, because it's one of the worst newspapers I've pulled him out of. But anyway, he said that the famous mullet is gone for good. Well, I personally believe he should be growing its back straight away and getting down. And he'd be Pat Sharp too then, wouldn't he? He'd be Pat Sharp number two. He looked like Garth out, of, Garth out of Wayne's World. He had that hair dude. So he's got to come out and make a mockery of himself. Be Pat Sharp number two. He was Pat Sharp number one the first time around, but now he can be Pat Sharp number two. Anyway, just my suggestion, could be back in the money if he does. Charles Bronson, somebody who hasn't got a patch up mullet, that's Charles Bronson. He's got a fucking bit of a mullet moustache, and I don't like him, hopefully he's never going to hear this podcast, which he won't, but he's got a big old 1970s, um, he's got the moustache of one of them circus weightlifters, you know, the ones who lift them round the round balls. He's got, they've got the one-sided... Um, they've got the one-sided leopard skin kind of outfit and they lift them dumb, the, the weightlifting bar he's got round things on the end he look, he's got one, and they've got them strange moustaches he's got one of those but he's hard as fuck so, uh, and he's coming out of prison for the first time possibly in 30 years he's got to go up to, against the uh, he's got to go up against the, the uh, what do they call them parole and the fucking people, the pieces of shit that they put back on the streets after years, after very little time in prison. And this guy's been inside for 30 years. And he only did something, he didn't go inside for that long. It was in for violence. He never murdered anybody or anything like that. And he's been inside for 30 years. They keep refusing him and refusing him and refusing him. That's absolute fucking... It's just, you know, it's, it's terrible, it's a shame, but uh, he's basically coming out and he's going to be getting himself a caravan, his last time I heard, he was going to move into a caravan site, and uh, if he gets out, if they fucking give him a chance to get out, but he's moving to a caravan site somewhere near you, so if you're going to get pissed off about anybody uh, on the campsite, make sure he's not a ball bloke with a big fucking circus moustache, because he's the man, if somebody moves on, and he's all polite, because he's very polite, very nice, polite, and uh, but he's got a very very dark side. That is thirty years of hard labour and beating up prison guards and everybody else. Who, and if he's going to do that, which is going to stop him getting his freedom, he's certainly going to do it to some fucking dweeb who lives in the caravan next door who tells him to turn his music down. So be careful out there. Um, what else have we got? People are losing the ability to flirt. Explain experts have claimed. Experts, singletons do not know how to use chat-up lines anymore, humour and eye contact to woo potential partners. That's because we've been stuck indoors for fucking 12 months. We've been stuck inside for 12 months. Over 12 months now, isn't it? Or is it 12 months? We've been stuck inside for nearly 12 months anyway. We've all lost our social skills. I'm going to be like a teenager coming back out. I won't be able to look anybody in the eye. I won't be able to fucking talk, you know, without, without um, speaking under my breath. <laughs> I won't be, I've lost all my assertiveness, although I do it on this podcast. I don't know where we get that from. I think I'm just losing the plot a little bit. So I'm talking to you purely because I've lost my social skills on the outside. So I'm going to use you as my 
you know, maybe you're keeping me well oiled. Maybe I will come out. I'll just start talking to somebody in the street or some girl in the street, like I'm on a podcast, <laughs> like I'm a podcaster. They'll be like, no, you don't talk to people 100 mile an hour about the news. I don't want to, we don't want to know. We want you to chat us up and buy us a drink. Uh, but what about, you know, what about mullets? What about Charles Bronson? <laughs> no, we don't want to know that. Anyway, um, this guy who, uh, was this guy, first class passenger. They're all wankers in first class, aren't they? Until I get there, people in first class are wankers. People who can afford first class. Apart from the ones whose buses or their jobs are paying for it, and you're like that. Nice one. I could never afford it myself. I'm in first class on behalf of the company. That one's all good. But when you pay for it out of your own pocket, just because you can. I'd love to be able to, though. I've got to tell you, I'd love to be able to. If, if I could, I probably would. But it's when you know that the one ticket's about 500 quid and your ticket's about 5,000 quid, it's, it's very hard to think I've got... Even if I was rich, I would still be thinking what I could do with that other £4,500. I really would. I'm thinking, oh, it's all mine. It's all mine. I want to keep it. But you could just be... But the, the temptation of sitting in those... Uh, with your bed and your TV and all the relaxation, all the wine and much champagne. But this guy lost the plot anyway. He started selling them, uh, beating up the, or f trying to beat up the air stewardesses and selling them. He hopes that the plane crashes. He's obviously been given too much free champagne. Clearly it's gone to his head. And uh, he thought he fucking, <laughs> and he totally lost the plot. And people do that on the plane when they're drinking. The bubbles, it's the bubbles that go to the red. You need to serve flat beer. Serve Guinness on the plane. People just fall asleep. They won't be up fucking causing any kind of trouble. You don't give them anything that gets them in the party mood. That's, that's, that's the wrong way of doing it. Right, anyway, last one I'm going to do today. I've got more to do, but we've all got to be somewhere, including me. Fogged up glasses. Uh, these are bugbears, people's bugbears. Fogged up glasses, running out of tea bags. Rain ruining our walk <laughs> are among the first new world, first world problems. What about socks? Wrong uh, socks. Losing a sock somewhere. You, you've never got a fault. The pairs they just disappeared, didn't they? You never got the pairs. After a few weeks, you lose one, and then slowly you lose. You never lose the other one. You just lose one of a pair. You don't lose the other one of a pair. Oh, no, you do. You lose one of a pair. You lose the other one of a pair. You don't lose. A pair. You never like get it. You get it. You never get it even. You always end up with odd ones, and that's a fucking right annoying. So there's my biggest bugbear, if you ask me. And uh, the last one I'm going to do, because that was going to be the last one I'm going to do, and that is Dragons Den host Ewan Davis, who was left red face after he called his dog. Apparently, he's called his dog after dog poo, but he's named the dog Mr. Whippy, and apparently that's named after dog poo. I don't recognise the different. I don't recognise the connection. I can get it, Mister Whippy. But why would you call your dog Mister Whippy anyway? That's an annoying name to shout after your dog anyway. But apparently, all dog walkers know Mister Whippy as being a runny poo, <laughs> a runny dog shit. So uh, you can shout him Mister Whippy across the park, and everybody will think you're taking a piss out of him because they're just at the moment picking up a runny dog shit out the out the park. So uh, you're going to start getting on people's nerves, thinking that you're. Uh, you're being facetious, literally. Right, anyway, that's where I'm going to leave it, and uh, I'll do another one tomorrow. See you later. Bye.